Hey everybody, I'm Josh Nasser. And I'm Dana Moon. And this is the Prank Cast Podcast. We're recording live at the Comedy Store on Sunset Boulevard. We have a guest on, and we ask them some serious questions, and then afterward, we find out who they want to prank, and we do the prank. Oh my god, this is absolutely horrible. Okay, wait a second. Hold on, Dana Moon. I'll tell you right now, I, I really would have never known it was you. You got me. Hi, everybody. I'm Josh Nasser. And I'm Dana Moon. Now, Dana Moon, what are we here for? This is the Prank Cast Podcast, and ladies Dana, and gentlemen. I need welcome. to know something. Hold on, Dana. <laughs> before we get into this, what is the Prank Cast Podcast? It is 30 minutes of life, love, relationships, career, real stuff we talk about here. And then what do we do for the last 30 minutes? Uh, we prank call whoever the guest wants to prank. Now, today we have a very special guest. Very special VIP. VIP. Yeah. A-list celebrity. Yeah, right. Name <laughs> is Justin Hires. You can catch him on the new CBS show. He is one of the stars of it, Rush Hour. Yay! Oh my god! Yay! 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 It's me, guys! It's me! Okay, so we have a new. Uh, that we was have a real a, studio audience. A real studio audience behind us, yeah. uh, trying like, to reconnect. You trying? Yeah, your live stream. We tried to live stream this, but the signals poor in here, and I'm talking about. I mean, un- I want to shoot myself in the face repeatedly. That's so, so anyways, dramatic. Justin, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the things that you've done. A little bit where you started, where you're from, blah, blah, blah. Just so the listeners who don't know you, who will, back then, they didn't want me now, I'm up by all me, then they're going to know what you. Wait, what was that? What was that? Just Mike Jones. Hold on a Mike second. Mike Jones. You did a Mike Jones reference. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. Uh, my name is Justin Hires. I'm an actor, stand-up comedian uh, from St. Petersburg, Florida. Been doing... Uh, Stand up for eight and a half years now. Been doing acting professionally for about 10 years. I did my first movie 10 years ago, and uh, now I'm here. Oh, oh, and I got Rush Hour coming out. Rush Hour, the TV show. Yeah. Um, yeah. You post something on Facebook. First movie 10 years ago. It was kind of serendipitous. Wasn't there somebody you were in a movie, and now he's directing or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I did my first movie 10 years ago. It was called The Gospel, and I did it with Idris Elba. Um and like he just won two SAG awards for Beast of No Nation and for his television show Luther. So I mean that was crazy just to Have see you. a guy start from he did the wire and then he went into the gospel. Um and I was fortunate to get in that and then, you know, ten years later, you know, I uh, got a TV show. Well you said ten years ago was your first movie? Yeah. And that so you started acting and you booked a movie like immediately? Yeah, I'm pretty good. And what happened was not <laughs> See, what I did is, is I, and I let you hang on that. Right. I could have jumped in, but I don't know. Let him hang with that horrible joke. Well, this is what happened. I started out acting doing Shakespeare in the Park productions in middle school, right? So I was the the youngest person doing Shakespeare. I was the only African American doing Shakespeare. Um, and it was kind of like a big thing in the Tampa Bay area. And then I went to a performing arts high school called Gibbs High School, um, and I majored in uh, theater performance. And so I kind of already w- was building this training. And then when I moved to Atlanta, I linked up with this movie producer who's actually from my hometown, St. Pete. Uh, his name is Will Packer. So he produces all of Will. Uh, he pr- he produces all of Kevin Hart's movies right now. He was one of the producers wow. on Straight Outta Compton. And this is when he was starting out with his movies. Um, and I went on set to be an extra. Um, turns out one of the actors wasn't showing up. They asked me to audition because they just liked my personality. I auditioned 15 minutes after being on set. I booked the role. The next day I started shooting my first movie, which was The Gospel, which starred Idris Elba. That's crazy. Fun fact, y'all. Fun now, fact. Uh, hey, no joke. Fact. But no joke, though. He's dancing. What, He's dancing. Been, I'm dancing. Oh, everybody dancing. that can't see me, I'm dancing, dancing. right now. Fun <laughs> fact, y'all. But I'm twerking right now. Uh, I'm making my ass clap. Uh... <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anything goes at the Prankcast podcast. Uh, something that's important to say is, though, you got the part, but you are ready because you have been doing all the training. Absolutely. What is that? Luck is opportunity meets skill and preparation? Um, absolutely. People Sometimes people say, you know, there's a lot of luck that's involved in making it in Hollywood. And I, I would say maybe 5% is luck, but I, I, I truly believe it's when preparation meets opportunity. And what happened is I was somebody that had been preparing for a long time, doing stand-up, doing acting, um, and the opportunity came, and, you know, and I, you know, I executed. And the cool thing about, uh, there's a place in L.A. called Marty's, and it's <laughs> yeah, a horrible slash amazing open mic. Absolutely. I mean, you, I think it's the it's best like open a, mic in L.A. Really? Absolutely. It's like a hole in the wall, and you pay five bucks to to do stand up. But the thing is, is you can we, do unlimited stand up. We can yeah. go in the back room where it's all the black people and me. It's a great <laughs> room. That's the truth. Well, this is what I'm. This is what I'm um, going to do. And I was actually just thinking about Marty's, like this morning. When I get on these late night talk shows, I'm going to plug Marty's. Because I feel like Marty's is the best open mic in L.A. I feel like without that place, I wouldn't have the material that I have today. Um, so shout out to Marty for opening that place. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you're in Los Angeles and you want to try stand-up, but it's not just stand-up. It's if you want to do music, if you want to do a song, a poem, you can do anything at Marty's. Uh, and it's a good say, place. Well, here's the thing. As a lot of comics especially new new comics say a lot of negative things about Marty's. Let me jump You're literally in. the first person that I've heard say like a good thing about it. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. Well, I'm the successful one out of those <laughs> new comics and this is what I will say. I left you, you hanging there by the way. Marty, I could have said something like, "Yeah, you're successful." Well, Marty's is a tough room. Marty's comedy goes there to die. <laughs> but if literally. you but if you could get a laugh in Marty's, you could get a laugh anywhere. So I know my material is strong. If I could get a laugh in front of a group of comedians who are just waiting to go up, they don't want to hear my material. They just want to get up and perform. If I could get them to listen, stop looking at their cell phone, listen to what I'm saying, and get a laugh, trust me, that material works at the comedy store, it works at the Laugh Factory, it works at Flappers, and it works across the country. How do you feel about paying to do stand-up, though? Well, that's the funny. I'm glad you... Good, good, good question. When I first started out as a young comedian doing open mics, um, when I found out you had to pay $5 to perform there, I didn't want to perform there um, because I said, well, you deserve, you need to be paying me for my talent. Yeah. You know, you're making I'm a I'm providing the service. I'm providing the service. My friend once told me, he said, well, you kind of got to look at it like a gym, right? You kind of got to look at it like a gym. You pay to go to a gym um, to, get, to get better, um, to improve yourself, right? And so I, I started to take on that mentality when it came to Marty. Sure, I could still say they're making a profit off of my talent. I'm not getting paid anything. However, I, start, I started to see it as an investment in myself mm -hmm. and in my career. So that $5 that I'm paying every night that I go there, I see it as an investment. And trust me, when you go on the road and you start doing shows and you start selling merchandise and you become the lead of a show, you make your money back. And think about this, too. Everybody's mind works differently. Think about like Rocky or guys and goes in the gym and all he does is punch the bag over and over and over again. So he gets his reflexes. He gets his reflexes. For me, when I'm doing my stand up, uh, when I go to Marty's, it's just about hearing the repetition of my voice. Da, 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 da. I'm not even worried about the audience. So, for instance, if I have a five minute set that I want to work on, I'll do. And let's say that joke is I'm sorry, if I have a two and a half minutes uh, joke, I'll do that joke and then I'll start it. and I'll do it over again. Mm -hmm. For me, my mind works like, I just got to get it out. 
And then you uh, tie it in with Justin's idea of if you can get them to listen, and then you go in front of the improv in Atlanta or wherever where they're happy and they paid to be right. there, <laughs> then it's like it's like you're hitting a, a you know an 800 pound gorilla. When you go on the road, you hit a 100 pound gorilla. Right. You know, it's just easier and fun. It's all about hitting them gorillas. And it's all we look. We always say, <laughs> wait a second, hold on, hold on. I was getting, I was really getting deep. That's and what then it's Justin all about, comes man. in. It's about hitting them gorillas in th- these streets. Wait, oh, okay. First of all, you made that very very urban. It's I all know. it's all about hitting them gorillas it's in these streets. It's all about hitting them gorillas. I mean, what? So what, many undertones in there. I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Me either. That's you why I'm laughing. All right. It could be very ugly girls. It could be a lot of stuff. Could be. Could um, be. Who knows? Now, let me ask you a, a question, Justin. Uh, my roommate, Dana, fat ass and white. Josh, is... I'm right here. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even know you were y'all right here. Y'all are roommates? Oh, yeah. We're roommates. roommates. Yeah. Wait a minute. Y'all are roommates. Yeah. So, do y'all do? Do Dude, y'all mess around? We fuck that's all the, first... the time. We don't stop. Josh, that's the first question everybody asks and all by the, the way, time. Justin... And you know why? Because it's so hot. Guys can't keep their hands on yeah, me. Yeah, get it, Dana. Okay. And so, just so about that, you got to ask, though. Let me tell y'all something. Oh, why, hey. Why, white women with. I didn't know. I didn't notice. I'm, I was asking, but it sounded like a statement. <laughs> but this is what I was gonna say. White women with an ass is dope. That's almost like seeing a unicorn. A white woman with an ass. So it's, it's almost like a, myth, a mythical creature. Yeah, but uh, I'm muscular, so I feel like it's. I don't. It's kind of. It's like muscle butt. But it's. I think I have. A, I have a good butt. But it's. She has the body of a fireman. What the? Uh, fu- <laughs> I'm sorry. What is it? What a is it? Fireman. I have a farm body. She has a farm body. That's the computer guys mm. tell her. You have a farm body. Shout out to them white women with booties, though. Shout yeah, out that, I got though. that ass, though. What she, up? What why, up? Why, why are we Brett, talking like Brett. that? What? We don't ever talk like that, Dana. Because yeah, I'm do. here. Y'all got a real Negro in the building. Turn up. Turn up. Turn up. Turn up. Turn up. Okay. I've never seen a white person say turn up. Turn up. Turn up. I can get down with it. We're fucking right now, Justin. Wait, not me and you, me and her, me and her, me and her. Hey, I want to ask you a question. Okay. So there, <laughs> and, and going, not going back to Marty's, there is, you have a big personality. Big, big, big. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movies you've done when you were in 21 Jump Street, blah, blah, blah. Now, you know, you weren't the star. Now, you're the star of it. Yeah, I'm the star. You're really the star of it. So it's crazy. How much, thank you for the massage. How much uh, can you be you? when you're? Because people, you know, when you get to a network level... The pilot was four million alone. Am I right? Something like that. The pilot cost a lot more than four million. Okay, so now you have a lot of people's money on the line. Uh-huh. How much white people money? <laughs> Which, as we know, is cleaner. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. I got not only do I got money on the line, I got white people money on the line. Not how only much... white people money, CBS and Warner Brothers money on the line. So, how much could you say, "Hey, I got an idea for this," or "Can I do it this way"? Well, I'll tell you, a lot. Um, here's the thing. When I did my audition, I did a lot of improv in my audition. I stuck to the script, but I, I, I was me. I was like, I'm a fan of Rush Hour. I'm not finna do what I think you all want. I'm black. I know black comedy. I've studied black comedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I studied the art of comedy in general, not just black comedy. I'm talking about just George Carlin to Jerry Lewis to Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor. I've studied the gamut on it, right? And so when I went into my audition, I said, I'm going to just do, my mom was calling me. I hope she's not calling me with no bad news because I can't take the call right now. Um, hold on. So I was like, I, I can't, I just got to do me, you know. And so I went in and I did that. Luckily, when I did the pilot, I was allowed to do the same thing. They allowed me room to improv. And actually, a lot of my improv made it into the final cut. And a lot of my improv is in the trailer that they have out now. And that's surprising to me because most of the time I've seen you, not so funny. 
<laughs> that's, <laughs> not, that's not. That's a bad that's joke, a Josh. That's, that's a bad joke. He's very okay. funny. Well, uh, no, I mean, hey, man. I so wait. <sighs> no one. This is really interesting to me because when I'm going out, I'm not at your level as far as the big auditions. You didn't say when you first went in the audition room, hey, can I kind of take my own take on it? You just did your improv. Yeah, I just did it. And matter of fact, I actually did the opposite of what I was told that they were looking for. <laughs> ah, interesting. I, I heard they was looking for you to not do it, play it a certain way, and I was like, whatever, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it because basically if I fail, I want it to be on my own, merit. You know, like right. this is a choice that I believed in that I thought was right for the character and if you don't like it, you don't like it. I don't get the part. You hear a lot of stories like that with people auditioning for roles, and they're like, "I was, I just did what I wanted to do, and I was me. I put me in that character. You put you in your character. That's and the key, I think. It's so I hear that a lot, and and people see it, and they're like, "How do you deny real? Absolutely. How do you deny real? Because it's like I can try to make up some way of performing this character, or I could just keep it real and be like, "Yo, this is how I'm doing it, and you know. And it's really, I heard Brian Cranston say it in the interview one time. Uh, the, the guy from Breaking Bad, the lead actor on Breaking Bad, and mm-hmm. he basically was saying when it comes to auditions, you have to be like, this is what I'm presenting to you. You might like it, you may not like it, but this is basically what I've I've taken the script. I've uh, I've learned these lines. This is the character I've crafted crafted for this, and this is what I'm presenting to you. And you know, you just kind of lead the chips where they where they lie. Where so, they may, where, and you uh, said you studied uh, a lot of of comedy, black, white, green, orange. You know, for me growing up, Chris Tucker was a big influence. Absolutely, me how too. Did, yeah, how did you go in and go, I can't do him? Because right. you can impersonate him because you, I've seen you. You can do that. Wait a minute, man. Yeah, so you can do that. Wait a minute, man. So, That's Jesus. so good. Yeah. Corbin, Corbin, my man. Corbin, Corbin, my man. Yeah, I could so, do Chris Tucker. That's the. I think what's important for everybody to realize, one, is on the show, I'm not impersonating Chris Tucker. I'm not trying to impersonate Chris Tucker. Yeah. He did Chris Tucker, and he destroyed it as Chris Tucker. Yeah. You know, <laughs> those are big shoes to fill, and I'm just trying to do me and make him proud and the yeah. fans of Rush Hour proud. It was hard to not do Chris Tucker in the audition yeah. because— it was kind of written in Chris Tucker's voice, yeah. um, that pilot episode, because they didn't know who was going to play this part. So, it, uh. it, it, of course, it's going to kind of be written in his voice. So every line had man at, at the end of it. You know? <laughs> every so line, Chris Tucker. Yeah. Do you do man? this on stage? Because this is brilliant. I'm starting to kind of do Just it on say stage. That. Audition, written, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I, I got a new joke that I'm working on. I don't want to say it, but basically I was saying how actors was going in trying to audition for the part and they essentially like doing Chris Tucker. They're doing Chris Tucker. <laughs> yeah. And it's like that's not what they're looking for. And so I just had to find a way. I'm not even gonna lie though. I'm sure my audition probably had a little bit of Chris Tucker in it because I felt like it was written in his in his voice. Yeah. He is one of the reasons I got into comedy. Chris Tucker is literally one of the reasons why I started doing this. Isn't that amazing? And now you're doing now you're a the show. Dude. Yeah. That crazy. was based off his movie. And it's crazy. It started to come from... I no, love Chris Tucker. No one was paying you, because I've done a bunch of your YouTube videos. You self-financed that. You sat and edited that. No one was paying you to do any of this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, my YouTube stuff. Yeah, shout out to YouTube. So, Wait, I remember... Paul, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I think I, I first heard of you from Vine. Okay. Do you, is that I true? Did do you do Vines? Bit. I did. Uh, I did Vine a little bit. And then I, I didn't know that you were a stand-up, and then I saw you at the comedy store, and I was like, wait, I've seen him on a Vine. He does stand-up. Um, and it confused you. <laughs> it confused me for right. sure because you don't see a lot of viners. Well, yeah, I started. Uh, but you have very funny vines. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I did vines for a little bit, and I'm not opposed to doing them more. Um, 
you know, I, I've always been like kind of no. I feel like what you focus on is what you're going to be great at, right? It's totally. Kinda, it's like what you spend, exert your time on is what you're going to be great at. I moved out here to be a television and film star. Mm-hmm. Not even a working actor. I moved out here to be a television and film star. Let me jump in. So that, yeah. Did you actually have that verbiage in your mind? Like, I didn't move out here with that specific meaning. You said, I'm going to be a television and film star. Absolutely. So everything that you did, if it wasn't in line with, with that, doing that, you just don't do that. Absolutely. And that's how simple it is. People that I tell, we were talking about this last night. If you are living in fear, you're going to get to the end of what fear is. It's going to be bigger fear, more anxiety. But right. if you live in the positive and being a television film star, you're going to end up as a star rush hour. Boom. If not, you'll end up on basic cable. Right. <laughs> Like me. Like but, Josh. <laughs> okay, first of all, I'm 34 years old living in a two-bedroom apartment. Josh, you're 44. You're Whatever. 34. I'm yeah. about to and say you get what? Botox. Okay, first of all, I get Botox, wrestle and juvenile, I wipe my teeth, and I go tanning. Thank oh. you. Well, you look good, Josh. Thank you very much. I appreciate of... that. Very insecure. Yeah. Oh, I have a question. Absolutely. Um, What's up? This is a great question, What's and it's up? very personal. So I played a cop on Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. And I do comedy really well. He just dropped the credit, y'all. You know? <laughs> uh, and I do comedy. So I'd be perfect for, let's say, I don't know, a Reno 911 show. Okay. Any show where there's cops and comedy. But I didn't get a go in for Rush Hour this year. Josh, are you trying to get cast on his show? Oh, you trying, yeah. trying to get on Rush Hour? Yeah! So I actually, obvious. I actually got one of my friends on, Reggie. Oh, great. Reggie How's that going for him? Great, man. I mean, he's a series regular now. Oh. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> it all but, worked out. But, but I did get him a, a spot. He doesn't have any lines yet, um, but he has a name on it. And I mean, he got he, he made the final cut. Did you, know? you, do you get... Okay, so now... And I've seen it. You go out now... To comedy clubs, whatever. Do you see the different look people give you? Yeah, and it's not being cocky. It's it's a true reality. Or you being no being treated different. I mean, I look at him differently. Before you I didn't care. Now I'm <laughs> like, oh, he's on a TV me. show. I want to use him and ride, and then and then oh get better goodness. than him. Goodness, I'm the same guy. <laughs> what? I'm the same guy. Yeah, but you're the same guy. But you can help me more in my career now. Absolutely. So that's well, why I'm that's present why I'm here you. today. Yeah. If, <laughs> to help you in your career. Yeah. Because I I don't even drive in traffic around this time. So yeah. the fact that I'm here, that's why I told you. I said this is for helping me out with my YouTube videos. Man. Because uh, I don't do this. Um, a lot, no joke. You don't do podcasts. I love podcasts. What I'm saying is, I don't drive in traffic around this time unless it's for like a business business, yeah, <laughs> meeting. Um, because I just hate driving in traffic. Um, but Josh is—he's always been supportive of me. He's super helpful, uh, and so I told him, no doubt, I'm I'm here. And one other thing that you are going to do, because I'm not going to let you off the hook, is your talk show that you were doing. It's so funny. I got some meetings. I'm trying to still. Yeah. Get that. And that's the thing is that uh, I really try to do this, and you did this with YouTube videos, reaching out to your, uh, what's it called, your your peers Uh and working with them. Because I can't possibly know all the things you know. You don't know the things I know. And, like, you put a lot of people in your YouTube videos. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm a strong believer in not wanting all the credit. I believe in conducting, I believe in creating a product that's great, whatever that take so I don't care if I'm not the funniest person in the video I don't care if I'm not the funniest person in the scene I care about the totality of the product we're creating so if I could get my friends in a sketch with me or on a TV show with me or in a movie with me and they're gonna elevate the product and it's gonna make it great then that's what I'm that's what I'm for you know so I feel like that's something that um, Keenan Ivory Wayne's did great with a living color 
Um, I feel like that's something maybe Lauren Michaels does with, with Saturday Night Live, even mm-hmm. though he's not in the sketches. But it's about not being intimidated by these great performers and entertainers. And it's about using them to make that product great. You know, I so love that. Yeah. And there's some strong, young, black entertainers. And what I mean by that is the pictures you've been posting are the next generation of the Chris Rocks. Right. You know? And there's some strong... Do- Atheon. Atheon, that's my homie. You know? A lot of those guys that are out there that are doing it. Yeah. And I want to be the token white guy in their group. Sure. So I'm just trying to do whatever. <laughs> no, no room for you because okay. I'm the token white girl. Yeah, that you ass. be the token. Then I got that ass though. 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 You know what? I haven't seen her ass, so I'm gonna let y'all know later if she really do have an ass. Crazy that. I literally said I want to be the token white guy, and you were like, "Yeah." And then when Dana said token white girl, we went into a whole dance ass thing. Hey man, shout because out to I have it in my soul. It's in my spirit. What? I'm the token white girl. Did you see your video that went viral? White no. girls kissing black guys. A- ADD calls me in. As I'm the white girl, Josh. The white so, girl. Five white million girl views. Kissing black guy. Did I she see kissed that? Teddy first Ray? Kiss. Kiss Teddy Ray. That was your first kiss. First time kissing a black guy. Was Teddy, Teddy Ray? Was with yeah. Teddy Ray. He's on the new season of Wild and Out, y'all. So if y'all go Teddy, Teddy Ray. Ray. <laughs> and then also uh they had uh, what's a black guy's feeling white girl or feeling butts to see if it was a white girl Guess or a black the girl. Booty. So do Guess you like booty. you like black dudes or no? That's what the black audience wants to do. Do I like black guys? Yeah. I love black guys. Oh all right. Damn I love uh I love ethnic guys. All right. Well, white guys are just too like too vanilla, too boring. I like white girls. Fuck, man. I just fell in love with Dana, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I just fell in love Black with Black guys Dana. have more soul. They get it. Black guys Better have more energy. You better know what I mean? Better energy. We do. We got rhythm, too. All right. And we know how now to. Now it's getting <laughs> awkward. Josh is feeling left out because he knows his penis will never go in Dana. Ever. Okay, first of all, I can beat off to her whenever I want. Oh, my okay? goodness. Josh. So let's just get that out there. I'm beating off to her right now with Josh. no hands. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <sighs> so Josh is okay, okay, I want to know this because it's kind of like fanboy, dorky stuff, but were you ever on set? Oh, the, in the trailer, you had your hand and you punch it through a helicopter window that looks like it's flying? Oh, yeah. Was oh, that a trailer, green screen? The trailer rush hour. Yeah, trailer rush hour. My apologies. No, no, I don't actually punch it. I shoot through... But it was a helicopter. Was that all green screen? Some of it's real, man. You I w- flew up in a helicopter? Uh, Well, listen, I have a stunt double. Oh, you do? Really? How cool is that? You're big time. If you have a stunt Dude, double, you've I'm made gonna it. Tell you who, I'm going to tell you who stunt double I have. Who? And I, and I just started King writing. Batch. I started writing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. We're yes. tweeting out. Justin Hires <laughs> is Kim Bat- uh, is King Batch's stunt double. Oh, my goodness. No, Justin no, Hires King is. King Batch no, is Justin Hires' stunt King double. King Batch is not my stunt double. He, oh, man, that would be the Oh, that's so best. funny. Shout out to King. I just call him Andrew because that's the homie. Uh, we yeah. both from Florida. Shout out to Andrew, man. Andrew um, Batchelor. Um, no. Me and Kevin Hart have the same stunt double. That's phenomenal. So it's crazy. That is you're a Kevin Hart and, level, dude. And with this guy, no, I'm not. <laughs> with, with this guy, you're on your way. With this guy, yeah. um, I will say same that. body type. And does he uh, does he know martial arts and blah blah blah? Yeah, he know martial arts. He knows all that stuff. I'm literally, I just literally started writing a joke about my stunt double literally two days ago, and so, I say how he's like the uh, he's like the the hood version of me because <laughs> he's like dark, he's dark skin, and he's he's heavier, he's got muscles, and he's like got tattoos. And he'd be like, what's up, Lud? So, but anyway. He's not afraid of dying. He's not afraid of dying. Yeah, exactly. So that's the whole point of the joke. Like, he kind of basically called me a punk 
Uh, <laughs> and he was like, let me go do this pussy head stunt. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, see, you gotta laugh. Hmm. All right, now, stand up comedian. You've been picturing bang, bang. it uh, for a finger while. Finger guns, finger guns. <laughs> You've been picturing it for a while. I'm taller than Kevin. Uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody asked me that on the. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm taller than Kevin Hart. <laughs> How many inches taller than Kevin Hart? I'm five six, and I think he's five four and a half. Have you seen his fiance? I have. She's beautiful. God damn, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's taller than him. That that's what money does. Money, yeah. money, uh, money she's makes so much taller than him. Well, though. money makes you taller than women because <laughs> you can stand on it literally. You can stand on it and literally you have enough to stand on it. So be- yeah. before she might be like, we kind of short, and then you know they see bank account, they're like, oh, people go. Oh, Even no. if he didn't have the money, his personality no. is no. on fire. No, I agree, and I'm gonna tell you, no, the- his personality yes. could get. Hot chicks like that without the money, for sure. I'm gonna tell you. Down. I'm gonna tell you why hands that's down. absolutely correct. Because I'm short, and humor is was always my way to attract women, uh-huh. even if I wasn't trying to. And so women were always attracted to my personality, even though I was short. Okay, you walk into a room. Yeah. Right now, you walk into a room a year ago. Uh huh. You walk into a room a year from now. Rush hours on. It's oh, a yeah. big hit. <laughs> you have lots of money. Right. Tell me where you're gonna get more attention from girls that are twelves. Twelve. What you mean? Oh, from Rush Hour? Yeah, the girl. You're saying that you know, even if you have a good personality, you three years ago mm-hmm. or you three years from now, who's oh, going to be able to get a prettier girl? Oh, me three years from now. That's I'll what I mean. So it is about money. Yeah. Oh well, uh, that plays a factor, sure. Doesn't it, Dana? If you if you see a guy with money, I mean, dog- listen, Flavor Flav had twelve fine women fighting over to suck his penis. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to suck his penis. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if. Flavor Flay could have 12 women to do that. Girls don't want to hear this. No. Dana, you're disagreeing? There's some facts to that. Josh. Everybody like a little money. There's no Josh. I'm asking. Are Josh. you disagreeing? Everybody like a little money. Are you disagreeing? What What am I disagreeing to? That uh, uh, Ashy Justin Hires is Ashy, not. Ashy Justin. Ashy Justin Hires is not as attractive as classy Justin Hires. You're you're saying two different. You're not really making sense. Those not the same analogies. Yeah. However, you, you, you know. To... See, this is why Dana and I connect. Oh. And this is why I want to know this. This is what I really want to know. Were you ever on set? We're touching. Hand, we're touching. Our we're, fingertips are touching. Our fingertips, our fingertips are, touching are touching right now. Were you ever touching. on set and it was surreal <laughs> to you that oh shit, like in the middle of a scene, uh-huh. and you're like oh shit, I'm exactly where I said I was going to be ten years ago when I came out. Well, was there ever an aha moment? Yeah, it was because I am actually exactly where I said I was going to be. Um, so it is a little crazy to say, um, at this point in my life, I plan to be the lead actor of a television show. I'm going to tell you the only way I'm off. I said I was going to have my own show at where I'm at right now. It's not my show. I'm an actor on a show. Mm -hmm. I'm not a producer on the show. Um, so that is the one difference. But yeah, I mean, I literally, the first day of rehearsal, I literally pinched myself because it's like. Didn't it feel real? No, it's crazy. No, because it's like who everybody comes out here with dreams. Mm-hmm. Some of us uh, get close. Some of us give up. And some people actually achieve the things that they said they were going to achieve. And to be in that place at that moment and be like, holy crap, like, yo, this is really becoming a reality. I had to literally pinch myself because this is the thing. These are the things that I've dreamt about my whole life. Can I say, uh, I just had a moment like this uh, 
Not to make it about me, but let's make it but, about me. No, let's make it about you. Let's make it about uh, you. Guy's got a, a, a goddamn TV show when we're making it about you. Let's keep it on him. <laughs> Somebody said the, uh, the Justin and Dana show. I had a moment. It's the yeah. Josh show also. The Justin and Dana show. Josh will be like background guy who doesn't get a mic. <laughs> yeah. He'll be crowd warm up. We got a new podcast. You know how it was really special? Justin was talking about his pinching <laughs> moment, and then you ruined the vibe. And then now he's all into you, and I'm stuck alone, like when my stepfather used to lock me in the basement. Josh, that was like 40 years ago. Oh, uh, 32 years ago. Um, no, I had a similar moment last month. I did my first headlining weekend in Washington. Oh, turn up. And, uh, yeah. The black sag, by the way. This is a black turn up. Black <laughs> the bad turn bitch. Up. Turn up. Turn up. Turn up. So, I like I had... it when white women talk black. Yeah, you like that, though? Uh, <laughs> I mean. No, I had a moment where, uh, so I so I headlined this weekend, and then afterwards, I, you, you know, you sell your merch, and you say hi to people and whatever, mm-hmm. and people were like wanting to, me to sign, because right. I have underwear that says moon me, Ooh. like little booty shorts right. that say moon me. So people were like wanting me to sign it and like take photos, and like they were being like, and it was like a weird moment where I was like, oh, I I. I I had to like. I'm like, this doesn't feel real. Like, I feel like I'm tricking. And I'm tricking everybody. Right, right. Like, do they really know I'm nobody? I'm right. just, um, you, you are a somebody. I am a somebody. But yeah, no, that's really that's really dope. I have another question for you. Did you? Yeah. Do you think about it every day before you got the show? Before like success, your mentality was every day. This would go through your mind. Is that my like? I don't know if that's a question or a statement or. You're saying... Like, your mindset, because I think your mindset is so important, because you said, I came out here to be a movie star, a TV star. Right. So, to do that every day, there has to be some thought process that... Right? Yeah. No. Um, my mentality every day was, if they can do it, I can do it. Um, That's great. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just that simple. Like, we have, we have to always remember, these are... Well... Besides some of these people being incredibly talented, they're regular people. The foundation, right, is a is a person. So I'm always like, if they can do it, I can do it too. Mm-hmm. I know the talent that I have. I know the talent that God possessed me with. So I'm like, if I work, that's the key thing also. If I work and outwork the rest, I will get to where I'm trying to go. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I always kept in mind every day when I woke up, you know. Well, I also think we forget that people who celebrities, famous people in the business, we forget that they're real people because our country glorifies. Right. I can't wait till they do that for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it, they put these like people on pedestals and like, right. oh, in the news, uh, it was a major news story. That's Je- because Jessica Sim- Jessica Simpson was in a bikini in Mexico, and I clicked on it, and I was like, oh, what happened to her in Mexico? No, she's just in a bikini, and that made the news. <laughs> right. Yeah, but that's good beat-off material. Good beat-off material. Taylor Swift goes to the gym. What is she Another doing? Another good beat-off material. She's I mean, just all going of this. to the gym. Is she still a virgin, Taylor Swift? <laughs> oh, she, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, they lost their virginity. Ah. What happened? Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal took her virginity, and he's going to be my future husband, Jake, wherever Jake you are. Jake Gyllenhaal took Taylor Swift's virginity? That's the rumor. See, and that's what Dana said, though. It comes down to, so what? He's a human being who put his penis inside of her. But that's and Jake like, Gyllenhaal penis. I know, but it's that's all. That's Academy Award nominee penis. Oh. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> we got to wrap it up because we want to go to the prank call. But I want to ask you one question. Yeah. Uh, you said, let's call it 10 years ago, I want to do this. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Have you, because you, 
right, right in the mix of it. And by the way, when does your Rush Hour show drop? The new yes, that's, episode, the first episode. March 31st, mm-hmm. um, 10 p.m. on CBS. Okay. Every, every Thursday. And just so you know, we were talking about on the way down here, we're definitely going to pump it around then. Thanks. No, no, no. It's more for us. We're trying to use you and <laughs> Josh, your Josh, juice. Josh, 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 Josh. Rude. Why is that rude? We're trying. Rude. He, on a scale of 1 to 10, he's bigger right now. Sure. So let's use his juice. To help don't us out. Don't say juice. Don't say juice. That's gross. What do you want to use his? His what? His power? Use his influence? Juice. juice just sounds like... We want to use his juju. His juju. All right. You have a good singing voice. Oh, oh, thank you, Daniel. So awkward. Right now, it's time for the prank portion of... The Prank House Podcast. And uh, right now, we have Justin Hires. And Justin Hires is going to be calling... He is an African-American gentleman, and uh, he's going to try to get a tan. Yeah. Or whatever or whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Actually. That's funny. I'm glad you said that. That just put something else in my mind. I'm about to do a prank phone call, y'all. I haven't done a prank phone call in years. Can I Snapchat this, Justin Absolutely. Hires? Snap, snap, snap. Are you on Snapchat? I am. It's Justin Hires. Justin Hires, I'll follow you. Yeah, and I'll <clears throat> follow you back, Dana. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. We get I'm about to prank phone applause? call, y'all. Should we get an applause pr- going in the studio? So they can hear. Are, are we, they going to be able to hear? Mm-hmm. This is Lee. Uh, yes, I would like to come in and get a, a tan. Okay, a bed tan or a spray tan? Well, I'm black, so this is going to be my first time ever getting a tan. So, um, I'm not sure. What do you recommend? Um, well, do you want to get, uh, I mean, what is this for? Why are you tanning? Man, I don't know. I just got a lot of white friends, and they keep telling me to try to get a tan. I don't know. I'm trying to get some movie roles and stuff like that. You know, I act out here, and I'm thinking maybe if I get so a So, you want to get darker? Yeah, I want to get dark. I'm trying to get that Morris chestnut look. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I just some people just say I kind of look like a mini Moore's chestnut, and so I'm just trying to get that that look on. So I'm a little lighter. Um, so I'm just trying to get a little darker. You know, black is in right now. Dark is in. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So. Wait a minute. Wait yeah, a minute. Wait a minute. The way you just said that, like you like black dude. <laughs> <'Cause> you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there. But yeah, uh, you, we'll put you. At, we'll get you bed tanning. Bed tan. Okay, so what else do y'all offer there? Do y'all offer, like, massages and stuff like that, too? No, no massages or anything. Just tanning. Okay, well, what's the price? The price is low as $12 and as high as 40 per tan. $12? That's it? $12. I guess that's pretty yeah. cheap. So, yeah. I'm, so I'm saying, though, so, I mean, I don't know. i just been to a couple, like, massage parlors, and, you know, you know, sometimes if you tip the people helping you out, you could kind of get like a little extra, you know, like a little extra favors. Uh, no, we don't do that here. But I, no, I don't, you might have misconstrued, <laughs> you might have misconstrued what I meant. I meant like, you know, when I mean favors, I mean like hand jobs. No, I understood what you meant. Uh, so, oh, so you all don't do anything like no, that? No, we don't do that. What, okay, what if I tipped you like a hundred? Because you got a very beautiful voice. What if I tipped you like an extra like a hundred fifty dollars? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Thank you. Though. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, listen, because I want the tan. I want to look good. I want to look like you no know, many more chestnut, but I also want to end my session, you know, happy. 
So I don't know. What if I tipped you, let's say, $250? How's it going? This is Sam. How may I help you today? Hey. Hey, Sam. How you doing? Doing well. What can I do for you today, Well, sir? I'm trying to get a tan. This is my first time okay. ever getting a tan. Um, okay. But, but while getting that tan, uh, I was just letting her know. I was wondering if maybe I could tip somebody and get an extra, some type of extra... You know, no, we don't do that here, unfortunately. We actually have all of our calls monitored in case somebody calls in for that, too. So just wanted to give you a heads up on oh, that. Oh, so if I call you on your personal phone, then maybe then we can we can set that up. No, but if you keep calling here and asking for that, um, the police will be uh, notified, as well as I do have your number on caller ID. So please do not call here again trying to ask for so, anything like that with any of my girls. So if I pay like $100, I can't get nobody to eat my ass? That's what you're telling me? Right. Uh, the police are going to be notified right now. I have your number on file. All right, man. Well, all right. Well, if you don't want anybody, I was just trying to get my ass ate. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think he hung up. I just hung up. <laughs> I mean, damn. I can't get my oh, ass ate, though. No. I think he hung up. That was the funniest <laughs> prank. Oh, good. Do you normally make prank calls? I never make prank phone calls. Holy shit, that was so funny. That was so great. <laughs> we'll notify the police. I, uh, it's a Google number. It's not even a real number. That's yeah. funny. Oh, it's a Google number. <laughs> Have the police call me. I'm going to say, I don't know, somebody stole my phone. Just prank call. Just prank. I mean. Just prank call. And you got in there so many good things. Morris Chestnut. I did. You know? I did. And then you did it, and I was writing notes, and you were just going your own. I mean, it was awesome, Josh, dude. what did you write down for him to say? I was just saying, there's things, because I used to go tanning there, because cheese ball. You can buy a 10-pack. You can buy a 100-pack. Oh, that's what you're right. Maybe negotiate how much it would be. I just saw the number, yeah. and, and I was going to negotiate, but I mean, $12 was just so cheap. Yeah. I was like, I can't really <laughs> complain about it. I could have. Um, I'm just trying to get someone to eat my ass. Yeah, I'm just trying to get somebody to eat my ass, man. I mean, damn. I don't understand what the big deal was. So, they're, they're like, they can't eat nobody's ass out here in these streets. Can we just say, Fuck that when, place. We, when we post this, can we just say, we have Justin Hires, the Prankcast podcast. He calls somebody, this on TV, he can hire somebody to eat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. All right, Justin, anything you want to oh, plug, man. we'll wrap it up. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rush Hour comes out uh, Thursday, March 31st, 10 p.m. on CBS. Uh, I'm about to start going on tour. I'm doing my first date in Denver, Colorado at Comedy Works, April 21st through the 24th. Um, and, yeah, if, if y'all on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, I'm on all that. Periscope is all Justin Hires. One, one word, Justin Hires, like tires, but with an H. Justin Hires. Okay, and um, I am Josh Nasser at Josh Nasser, and as a Nancy, A. S is in Sam, A R like NASCAR without the C. Shut up. Josh Nassar <laughs> and uh, Dana Moon. I mean, do you have a Twitter? What is it? Of course I have a Twitter. What at is your Twitter? Josh, come Sorry. on. What is it? At Dana Moon Me on Instagram, Twitter, Vine, and at Dana Mooner on Snapchat. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Prank Cast Podcast. We had Justin Hires. Justin we are so Hires. happy. Thank and you for we recorded me. today at a new studio the for us. The Network Studios. The Network Studios. And uh, there's only one person who owns and works here. That's Raina. There's no other guy named Michael. Michael doesn't work here. We love you, the Network Studios. Thank you for having us today. Goodbye. Bye. I love you. Peace. <laughs>